Hello, my podcast family. Welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook at Caregiving is a Ministry, all one word. It's Friday, Friday, Friday. I hope you have something wonderful planned for this weekend. Today, we're going to be in the book of Psalms, the 37th chapter and the 31st verse, reading from the New International Version. Hope in the Lord and keep his way. He will exalt you to inherit the land. When the the wicked are destroyed, you will see it. As we go through the difficult seasons in our lives, as children of God, there is one person we are to place our hope in, and that is the Lord in the personhood of Jesus Christ. Our hope begins and remains in Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith. Why are we to place our hope in him? Because of all that we, what you and I, have experienced in him as individuals. To both individuals as well as collectively, as a people, what have we experienced in God? Because of Jesus, you and I are covered by his shed blood. Not only did it remove our sinful nature and brought us into a right standing with God, but it continues to protect us, to cover us. And as Jesus ascended, the Holy Spirit descended and lives now within us. The Holy Spirit guides us and pushes us toward a continual renewing of our hope in Jesus. This passage reminds us to continue to place our hope on the Lord or in the Lord. It commands us to continue to act like a Christian by keeping God's way. What would God's way be? I think there are two ways in which we could sum up what this passage means by keeping his way, God's way, as we his children are to do. And the first is to do what Jesus instructed in Matthew 22, 37 um, through 37. 39, which is when the scribe tried to catch him and say, well, out of the commandments, which one is the greatest? And Jesus comes back with, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. All of the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. That's the first way to sum up, you know, keeping God's way. The second is to walk in the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, um, faithfulness, goodness, and self-control. By being intentional about doing these three things, to me, we keep ourselves in the center of God's will. It doesn't mean, though, that we won't encounter heartache, betrayal, sadness, loss, you fill in the blank. But knowing that we're doing these things and keeping his way should remind should provide you with a sense of peace for you to continue to place your hope in him and and look at what he's doing in you as well as around you as you go through this particular season as you continue to place him first as you love your neighbor as you walk in the fruit of the spirit it keeps you steadfast in your commitment of faith in him to not give up when times get hard, but to lean in to him more, to make sure that you continue to keep a good attitude and you walk in the fruit of the spirit. 
because the enemy tries to taint our witness. And no better way to do that is than when we're down, right? When we're experiencing something that is heart-wrenching, that is difficult. That's the time we lean, lean into God and we make sure that we keep his ways. I think living by these three commands, I'll say, that it ushers in the kingdom that Jesus states is within us, right? This is what people will see, is us keeping God's way. The enemy doesn't want that because as we keep God's way in the midst of struggle and trials, our witness is bright. After all, remember that you and I are a part of a vast mosaic that God as the artist has created. All of the beautiful pieces, though, haven't come together yet as he has designed but they will and they are. And so we're a part of that. And I think it's important for us to remember that when we are experiencing the difficulties and we're waiting for God to respond or to change the situation is to first remember that we are God's children. And by being his children, that means that we can always call on him to help strengthen us. And secondly, that we are a part of something bigger. These two things take our eyes off of ourselves and it places them back on God and to learn to look at things through his lens. And as we look at things through his lens, you see, how can this season of your life, while you're placing your hope in him, that he will provide you with the answers you need, how is this season in your life? How are you continuing to honor him? To do what I call a quick spiritual gut check and see if you are continuing to love God above all else that's in your life. Are you loving your neighbors? Are you practicing the fruit of the Spirit? I think all of us need to do spiritual gut checks every now and then just to keep us on track, right? To remember we're, we're God's children and we've placed our hope in Him, but in placing our hope in Him, He still requires for us to what? To keep His way, to be His children, to act like Christians. The second half of this um, passage, though, provides a little incentive, I think, for us to keep God's way or a reminder that God will bring justice. We as his children will be given our inheritance and we can look at the inheritance in two ways. We can look at it figured, uh, literally, which um, in this case for Israel, it was the promised land. For us, it's the new Jerusalem that Jesus will establish upon his return. Or we can look at it figuratively in which the inheritance can be the answer to our prayers, what we've been, you know, beseeching God for, use a King James um, term. However, no matter which way you choose to look at inheritance, both remind us that things will work out, that God has not forgotten us, and that the wicked will reap what they have sown. Today, let's do a spiritual gut check. Make sure that you have not allowed caring for your loved one to get in the way of your love for God, that you continue to take care of your loved one in a manner that brings God the glory, and that you are striving to live in love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. To do these things and continue to place your complete trust and hope in the true and one and only living God. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for being a God that we can place our hopes on. 
and knowing that it is not misplaced when we place them with you. That you are the God who is faithful to your promise and you are the God who have been very faithful to us. We thank you for your faithfulness and your goodness and your mercies that are new every morning. We thank you for the compassion that you have on us to where you will provide us with your strength in order to handle this season of caregiving or parenting or whatever it may be, that we can rely on you because you've given your spirit within us that continues to nudge us forward, to keep us moving in the direction of becoming more and more like our Savior, Jesus Christ. Today, Father, we ask you to help us to keep your ways. We ask you to help us to continue to love you, that, that our first love, Lord, is of you. And then, Father, we ask that you remove any type of stereotypes or discrimination or prejudices that we may have against our neighbors, who you have shown us is anyone who isn't our family members. Help us to love each other and the people around us, to not be choosy, but to help all. And then, Father, help us to walk in the fruit of the Spirit, because we understand that by doing these things, that people will see you. And we also understand that by doing these, we become more and more like you. Help us to remember that we're a part of a beautiful mosaic and help us to do our part in loving you and so that you can fit us into the specific place that you have for us to bring that mosaic into full realization. We love you and we thank you for being our God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, my podcast family, you do that spiritual gut check today and go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Ta-ta.